0: What a weekend.
1: Yes, what a weekend. What a weekend.
0: <laughs> it was a lot of it was planned, but there was a couple of surprises in there, and that's that's gonna lead us into this episode.
1: Somehow, post box roulette, stepping up in the world, we managed to wrangle an exclusive interview with the one and only
2: very high profile Bob Catter. <laughs> yes, that's right. You heard correctly. Bob Catter.
1: So things are about to get real on this episode, I feel.
2: And yes. A lot of people, have,
0: well not a lot of people, but I've had some feedback, you know, too much politics or whatever and there, there is going to be a bit in it but this isn't, it's not a campaign uh, spruik. He's not he's not on here talking about, you know, what he wants to do. It's actually him talking about real life things
2: and doing some topics. So, Yeah, a bit of history about our country and um, yeah, so he's answered some questions just like our normal format and run along like we have normally done um, but it's just a little bit different. So have a listen. Love, like, share, subscribe, tell your mates because it's definitely something very different and something we're going to try and do a lot more of.
1: And if it's uh, successful, you guys like it, we might look at getting some uh, more special guests on in the future. You know, they're not all going to be politicians and stuff like that. So no,
2: yeah, I just thought we'd take an opportunity to give you something new. Get yeah.
1: them to take some questions from the roulette table. You know, it was yeah. it was quite good.
0: And talking about questions, we did a lot of recording while we we're up there. So please send in more topics, questions, would you rather, there's anything you like. Yep. We'll do it, and uh, we'll add it to the list. Thanks very much.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, as always.
2: Welcome to Postbox Roulette. Alright everybody, so we are Postbox Roulette, I'm Lucas I'm Matthew I'm Dan And today we have a very I'm special guest <laughs> Yeah. Cutter
3: Post office box, except I've been dropped a lot of times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, welcome, Bob. We're, we're very happy to have you here, mate. And uh, we just want to have a free and open chat, hopefully get amongst some of the questions from some of our listeners that are written in and see get your input, I guess. That's so, right. Yeah. We've been
2: talking about coming up to Mount Isa for a while now for the radio, so we're very excited to be here and um, very happy that you could come on and join us. So, thanks.
3: Well, I feel a little humb- humbled in this beautiful... Mansion and surroundings that we're in here. Yeah, exactly <laughs> it's, right. That's it's the whole actually basis. like
0: a key point. We started it in a shed and we want to keep it in a shed Let's as long as we, we can. Let's stay in a shed forever, you yeah. know. Yeah. But, but I
1: guess, look, for everyone uh, listening right now, maybe we should get Bob to introduce himself. Maybe some people aren't familiar with the man, the legend, Bob Catter. <laughs> 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 oh, he's wincing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Do you do you want to uh, give a brief history, Bob?
3: Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. My old well, man used to say we cut us... We've been in Cloncurry for a hundred years, and never quite smart enough to figure a way to get out. <laughs> 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 bit of truth that, Yeah, I uh, no, the old man lived and died out here. Uh, um, and uh, seventy-two years uh, lived and died out here. My son lives here. Um, so uh, there's a bit of that, you know. Um, and I'm just, uh, yeah, I went to university. In fact, mm. I was president of everything at university. There was to be president of. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Uh, President of Faculty, President of College, President of Colleges, um, Vice President of the Student Union for three years, um, and got a real good hiding when I ran for President of the Student Union. I was Vice President from my girlfriend's brother. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I copped plenty of her and plenty of him. <laughs> yeah, as <well>. That's betrayal. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, and uh, then I worked, uh, I could stay at university. I never could never in many years be a, a lawyer, an accountant, or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and uh, um, so uh, I uh, jumped ship. Um, my academic record was some sort of record. <laughs> <laughs> As evidence of it. They said, yeah, yes. <laughs> it six, was real. <laughs> six years of yellow. was like bloody yellow. I was chasing Sheila's mate and having a party <laughs> and every night. It wasn't uh, so expensive back in the day, though, though was, was it? League. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good on you. No, you come here and work here for three months labouring. Yeah. And, uh, you know you just take a holiday for the rest of the year, you know. The yeah. yeah. Oh. Wages were huge, basically, I'm working on the oil yeah. rigs, you know. Yeah. And uh, you make enough, so you didn't have to work for two or three years in those yeah. days. Um, if you're prepared to go out and do the hard yakker yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um Yeah, so, uh but really, I want to make my fortune in mining. I love mining, I still do, and I'm a mining man till the day I die. Yeah. Prospector, you know, work my mm. own mines. Yeah. yeah. And uh, was working like a dog, living out of a, out of a um, you know garbage can um, for about four or five years, uh, putting together my own mining company, and the big mining crash came. Yep, and uh, I most certainly crashed. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you know, yeah, it took it yeah, hard from, yeah. Yeah, from, from head. Uh, negotiating six million dollars cash for myself back in the 1970s wow. um, to uh, to working. It's an unskilled labour. Oh late wow! Oh no! In six, Mount six million in the seventies yeah. is big money, yeah. isn't it? Classic. And I wasn't Robinson Crusoe, but it was a classical. You know, feather duster. Yep. Uh, tomorrow, you know, cockadoodle will do last night, but feather duster this morning. <laughs> um, um, and uh, but but, and this is a good part to tell you, right? There was ten acres of vacant land on the Cloncurry River. Mm-hmm. And no one knew about it, but I was one of these blokes that uh, educated myself extremely well and uh, <coughs> found out it was. And I made an application to see uh, the council, like me. He's a good young bloke. He's got a lot of go. You know, we, we like him to stay in Cloncurry. And as uh, his hometown. Um, I think we should give him 10 acres. So yep. I got 10 acres and uh, uh, <coughs> on development conditions, so you know, put, which I was going to do anyway, put a fence and shed and yep. a bit of water. And was quite a good little horse paddock, you know, for mm-hmm. people in the racing game, that sort of thing. And uh and sold it for a thousand bucks, which about cost of a motor car then. Mm-hmm. Um and uh bought some mining gear mm-hmm. so we started start operations up at the Florida m- mine. And um and bought some cattle and um yeah, with within about, I don't know, 11, 12 years, I owned two hundred and fifty thousand acres. Far out. No debt, wow. no debt at all. And uh, a thousand head of cattle, um, that's a million bucks these days. Mm-hmm. And I uh, <coughs> still had my mining, um, you know, leases, which uh, things were starting to pick up again there, um, and uh, they were worth you know five or six million dollars. But the point of the story was it was a land of yeah. golden opportunity. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. who <laughs> like start's life. Yeah. Yeah. Working as an unskilled labourer, the Les Muller, within 10 or 12 years, yeah. it would be worth millions of dollars. Yeah. And that land of opportunity does not exist today. And uh, and hence, you know, uh, they say, why are you still going around? Because you have no idea the level of hate and rage in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> The good Lord Jesus Christ said, we're not supposed to hate people, but, but I get, let's say I don't hate people, maybe, but I get plenty of hate in my soul um, yeah. Yeah. for what's happened. Mm. Um,
1: Is that what sort of drove you towards politics? or I know no, your, your old man no, was involved with politics. No, or oh
3: he, we, you know, great-granddad was yeah. the richest man in Queensland, and he was more powerful than he was rich. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's it's just something you wear a shirt in the morning, well, you know, you have yeah. your buddy Arity, you, you will... Power, power and I mm-hmm. and I don't know we always seem to be wealthy as well wow um, um, so uh, yeah yeah that's just uh, you know I've been long into a family that, but no it didn't have anything to do with that actually what it had to do with because remember I'm a bloke who's floating his own mining company yeah, yeah. my ambition is not to be a silly bloody member of parliament my yeah, yeah. To, to create like giant cities out in yeah. the wilderness yeah, yeah know, yes. and, and uh, um um and, uh, oh, well, I'd have my own twin-engine aircraft and my own mich- mansion at Mission Beach. And, mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so not doing <laughs> too bad. A few cattle stations. Yeah. 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 But um, no, no, But what dragged me into politics was, um, you know, was cattle that was collapsed and I bought all the cattle I could buy. I didn't have any money to buy any more. So um, that was boring me. And I had uh, the agency to sell... Retirement contracts, for the sake of better, way. and uh, and that was boring. I was making a lot of money out of it, it was boring me, and uh, yeah, and I couldn't do anything in the mining, which wasn't boring, but you know, there was just no market for copper at the time. So, um, but what made me get into politics was, um, um, Gough Whitlam, and I would say that thirty of the members of parliament that mm. went in when I went in, yeah, were there because of Whitlam. Yeah, wow, he scared the hell out of us. And he threatened us. I find it hard to articulate why he threatened us so much, but he threatened. And, you know, in my history of Australia that I wrote, and it was a you know, moderate bestseller, um, I quote Jack Brown, who owned the store in Richmond, and he said, the problem is this is the 28th year of the Whitlam era. And that's a good call, actually. It all changed mm-hmm. at that point of time. Mm-hmm. From you, you want to sort of say... When did it start going bad? Yeah, at that point of time. But what he started, most certainly Costello and Keating finished. Yeah. You know, the country now is owned by foreigners. There's yep. hardly anything of significance in this country is not owned by foreigners. Yep. So that still didn't get me into politics. It got me interested in politics. Yeah, you know, I was suddenly going around yep. you know, meetings shooting my mouth off and that. But what finally got me was Pachocky Peterson making him bleed. I took one look at Pachocky Peterson. I was, That's the end of the country party. We're doomed. Yeah, okay. yeah, Yeah. He can't string three words together. Yeah. He is hopeless. And he's made it to the and top. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, he made bloody Whitlam bleed, you know. Mm-hmm. And i thought, Geez, you know, we've got to go and help this bloke. Yeah. You know, so old bloke, we've got to go and help him. So, uh, and uh, anyway, I ended up piling it. You know, yeah. I'll do it for a few years, you know, mm-hmm. and, and go back and... Uh, make my squillions of dollars and be uh, the great, you know, uh, Magnate, name from Western Magnate. Australia, um, uh, Twiggy Forest, you know, uh, yeah. Twiggy Forest of my generation. Yeah. So anyway, um, we won't go on the other stuff.
1: Have you always sort of leaned a little bit towards the, the conservative, like right side of politics? or? Yeah?
3: Um, no, I can't see right and left. I, yeah, okay. I, I can't see it at all now. It's just—it's a fair point. It's a breakup that explained things right up to the 50s and 60s, and maybe even up to the late 70s. But it just tells you nothing Mm. now. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how do you describe me? You know, my views on moral issues. (laughs) Yeah. You know, arch. You know. Yeah. uh, What you would those past call right? Mm. You know, I'm a very active member of the CFMEU. Yeah. The most hard left union mm-hmm. in Australia. Um, you know, um, but I, I just think... But I divide politics up into two uh, groups. Um, the conventional politics, uh, because there's a lot of unconventional politics now. All the western half of New South Wales. The big boys don't... They own two seats. all that swift. Yeah, is that... Okay. Everything yeah. else is owned by... Independents, shooters and farmers and various yeah. other groupings. Yeah. Um in North Queensland, we're getting pretty close to everything up here. Yeah, the all the independence, yeah. yeah. And and that's going on all over Australia. They're passed trying to pass new legislation to try and stop and uh, and have a two party oligarchy. But just going back to break up, um, it's a bit funny sort of tell the story. Um Please one do, of the yeah. bosses of the CFMEU. He said, "Probably I'm getting one whether I'm a lefty anymore." I said, "No, no, no, mate, you're hard left." Um, <clears throat> he said, well, "What's that mean?" "Oh, well, you want six months annual holiday for your workers." I used the workers word workers advisedly because I'm not even doing too much bloody work. <laughs> <laughs> six months annual holiday, taken twice a year, of course.
4: <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: Like <laughs> he, he said, he said. Oh, Bobby, that's why we love you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, who are the other mob? They're the lily pads. <clears throat> the lily pad left. Her. And who are they? Oh, well, they're lily pads. You know, they're everywhere. They look beautiful. They're green. They yeah. float on the river, you know. Lovely flower on them, you know. They look terrific. They choke out the sunlight and the air and everything underneath them rots. Yeah. He dies. Just blocks it all um, out. <laughs> um, and he said, no, Bobby, please. i it's a little bit of bad language, if you wouldn't mind, but you know, So okay. that's all right. No, that's yeah, what we're right. we're, we're, all, we're all good. Um, yeah, he said, "No, it's not right, Robbie." There is something underneath him. I said, "What's that?" He said, "A big root, big root for all of us." <laughs> 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 they do. It does have a big root that comes. Yeah, there. right. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll <look> back. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and the writers, well, I call them the ring, the ring barking writers. right? Yeah. Ring barking because. A ring barker, he doesn't take the timber. He doesn't no, he make any use the of the tree. tree, tree yeah. He just kills the tree, yeah. which enables him for 12 or 15 years to increase his production yeah. from cattle or sheep or whatever, goats or whatever. Um, but after 15 years, there's nothing replenishing the soil <laughs> and everything dies. Yeah, uh, all over. So that's the ring barking, yeah. right? Um, and that's how I divide the world up, you know? Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you, I think it was 2011, wasn't it, that uh, Bob Cutter, you started the independent party about then?
3: No, I, I'd had to get out, you know. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, best mentioning. Um, uh you remember I was born 1945? Yeah. Uh, in 1943, they had taken the decision to give all of the Australian land mass to Japan, mm-hmm. except for a narrow coastal strip, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, and across to Adelaide, and all the rest of it was given to the enemy because they mm-hmm. couldn't defend it. Yeah. No way of defending it. And, uh, and that was the world in which I was born. Yeah. Um, my battalion, the 49th Battalion, in the war with Indonesia, um, I was um, in the militia, but we were on 24-hour call up so we were more than regular army. We were combat. Yep. Uh, ready. And uh, for the 49th Battalion, in the Second World War, um, 851 of us left Port Moresby to be one of the three battalions that were going to try and stop the Japanese from invading Australia, wow. taking Port Moresby, invading Australia. And uh, when we were relieved at Buna, the name of the street is Buna, yep. Um when they were relieved at Buna, uh there were only 28 of them able to walk out unassisted. Yeah. Wow. That was all there was left to us.
1: Do you ever geez. look at this, just to, for disclosure, we're all roughly in our mid-30s, right? Yeah. Um, and I think we discussed quite a bit that our generation, we haven't seen hard times yet. Like, I don't think Not we've really times. had anything to struggle through in our life properly, right? And do you think that sort of made our generation a little bit soft? Do you see that? or
3: I don't think you had the terror that we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was born into a, a nation that was terrified out of their minds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are about to be invaded and taken over by Japanese who the Southern Army were not very nice people. Yeah. <laughs> the Southern yep. Army of the Japanese yeah. were not very nice people. Mm. And, uh, and it was payback time for the Europeans. Yeah. You know, um, as far as the Asians were concerned, it was payback time. Yeah. And uh, so I was born into a, an environment terror. We were straight into the Cold War. And every single tw- 12th grader at Mount Carmel College where I went to boarding school, uh, we had no high schools in these towns and uh, rich people could get an education, poor people, mm-hmm. which was the popular no bi- population and couldn't. And uh, um, every single kid in that class had the earpiece and yeah. his transistor radio yeah. listening to Kennedy's speech. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was scary stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it was truly scary beyond belief. Yeah. Everyone knew what an atomic bomb could do. Yeah. And uh, and they were both great warriors in the war, both mm-hmm. Christoph and Kennedy. They were both great, outstanding warriors. They weren't yeah. just soldiers. Yeah. They were both outstanding warriors and neither of them was backing off. No way. So we were brought you know, in an age of terror mm-hmm. and then it blew over. And I thought, geez, I'll be the first generation lived in peace. You know, my first generation, one of our sons was lost in the at Gallipoli. The mm-hmm. yep. second generation, one of them was lost. Shanghi Prison. Yeah. Um, I could be the first generation. Don't mm. have to go to war and get killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> beauty, beauty, yep. beauty. Yep. Ha, 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 Here it comes. Oh. Maybe not. A year later, I'm <laughs> handed a rifle and I'm on 24-hour call-up yeah. to go to Indonesia. Yeah. War with Indonesia. Yeah. And this is scary stuff, too. we mm-hmm. got an army yeah, 30 okay, times to. the size of our army. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is scary stuff. So I don't know what the your judgement, but, you know, I have, um, I am the last of the great gunmen. I cannot envisage a house without the right to protect yourself mm-hmm. in that house. Yeah, I it's agree with that. It's embedded in my yep. Yep. psyche. Um, and it had very traumatic effect when they banned guns mm-hmm. in Australia. And uh, <coughs> we had one and a half million semi-automatic rifles to defend this country. We're at war with Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have 35,000. Yeah. We had one and a half million. we now got 35,000. Our air force is smaller now than it was then, and I don't think relatively as good as it was then. Um, uh, So um, there was that issue, and then the free marketeers came in, and I don't blame them for the wool industry, the free marketeers. That was the ALP, free marketeers and the ALP destroyed the wool industry. It was bigger than coal. It was our biggest export item. It carried the country for 200 mm-hmm. years and it was completely and utterly destroyed by Paul Keating. He will be remembered in history as the worst prime minister in the nation. reckon history. Paul Keating. Easily, yeah. easily, but it didn't stop there, right? He <coughs> was, his government, wiped out the timber industry. Yeah. Not only in North Queensland, everywhere else, but particularly in North Queensland. So 2,000 jobs went. 2,000 jobs went in my homeland out here. Mm -hmm. in the wool industry and 2,000 jobs went in the timber industry then they were gone and then comes Costello so they then deregulate the sugar industry we're closing a sugar mill every one and a half years we've got 20 mills to go and there'll be no sugar industry guess what industry has kept the economy of the state going for its entire history
1: Cain isn't there a law as well about how a a mill needs to be a certain distance from the actual farms as well like
3: well, you know, there's a number of reasons for that, but um, the laws were put in place so that the industry would be owned and controlled by the cane cutters who were given their little block of land by yep. the great Theodore governments that everyone voted Queensland for 50 years, um, and uh, um, and there are all sorts of laws that ensured that the cane cutters. Who were farmers mm-hmm. and stay in charge yeah, of yeah. the industry and keep it going forever all the sugar mills almost all of them were owned by the farmers yeah yeah when deregulation hit yeah now all of the sugar mills are foreign owned yeah in Queensland New South Wales has survived God bless them yeah but we haven't and we're the bigger and then anyway that, then they deregulated the tobacco industry nothing to do with smoking and just deregulated 2,000 jobs went in Murray but Kennedy Electric um um Absolutely devastated, a city of 25,000 people. Um, next one was the uh, peanuts, deregulated peanuts, giant silos right in the heart of Kennedy electorate, all empty, yeah. you know, wiped out the peanut industry. Um, oh, geez, this is going so well. I think we'll deregulate <laughs> the poultry industry, the yeah. pig industry, yeah. the, the, the maize industry. Um, but, and I stayed loyal throughout all that and remember... I was a standard bearer. I wasn't just in the National Party. Yeah. If you said National Party, what's the first word coming to you? They said Joggy Peterson. Yeah. Right. What's the next word coming to you? They said Bob Catter. Th- that was actually done at the same recognition rate as the Prime Minister yep. Um, under Costello. <laughs> Prime Minister under Costello. <laughs> what's his name? Um, the Labor Prime Minister. Are you talking uh, Keating
1: again? No, no,
3: no. It right. was... You know, I mean, supposedly he was the prime minister, but Keating was the boss. Um, You're he, not talking about Hawke, are Hawk, you? Yeah, Bob yeah. Hawke. Bob yeah. Hawke. Bob Hawke. Hawk. Um, uh, yeah, but I had the same recognition I had in Queensland as Bob Hawke. Yeah. You know, um, so I just wasn't a member of the National Party. Yeah. You know, for most people out there. Yeah. <laughs> more than anyone else, after the Jockey Peterson, like, yeah. I was the was the National Party, and but the final coup de grace. You know, I took the bloody guns being taken off us. I took mm-hmm. the new regulation, of the fishing industry, the cane industry, the tobacco industry, the maize industry, the pork industry, the chicken industry, the oil industry, the Kennedy Electric. Mm. <laughs> I took all that. and um, But when it comes to the dairying, so it's just the bridge too far <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah. I couldn't go any further. That was, it's all over a Rover, I can't do this anymore. And I said if uh, Kristen, member for Dawson, started last year, I said, he will not be in this party in two years' time. There's just no way he's got principle and he's you know got the courage of his convictions and he has convictions. Um, he won't be able to stay there. Um, they tell me, I, I didn't know her, but uh, the lady in the Queensland uh, Labor Party, <clears throat> but Robbie Catter said, she can't stay there. You know, mm-hmm. she's got conviction. She's got beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She will not be able to stay there, Kate. Kate Jones. Mm-hmm. And um, and I said to you, "Why did you resign? I mean, are you, everyone said you were going to be the next premier."
1: Yeah.
3: And she said, "I just couldn't stay there any longer." And yeah. I think you know why. Yeah. But she just, uh, and that's what it's come to. Whereas before, people would throw their whole heart, soul, mind, and body behind their great Labor Party that delivered so many great things to the state. Yeah. They, you know, some of them lived in the Stone Age of the past, but then there's another mob that remember the great days of Jockey Peterson, mm. and they think they're still voting for those people. Yeah, yeah. Those people are long gone. Yeah. You know, you've got a bunch of self-serving pygmies mm. um, there now. But why that has taken place, I just come from meeting, took a bloke out to lunch, young engineer black, because... He was interesting to listen to. Mm. And he said, centralisation of power. I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, most of my life, there were a dozen people that control the media in Australia. Mm -hmm. Now, there is only one person Mm. that controls the media in Australia. All of the alternate channels are owned by Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. So Sky News is totally controlled. Yeah. I doubt whether I'd be given a run on Sky News in four years. I may have been, but I can't. Yeah, remember. but not a prominent role. It's yeah. not like it's well I, here's if, what you could if, say. If I got snuck in some IDR or some yeah. but but um, clearly there's a policy that um, people that don't believe in the free market and believe in yeah. economic nationalism rather than economic rationalism <laughs> there ain't any place for you here. Right? And uh, card carrying members of CFMEU need not apply.
1: <laughs> so it, I'm going to shut up now.
3: What, no, how, so, does, how does that
1: work though? I, I will just ask one more question. So if you want to get a message out, can you just contact ABC and and say, you know, I, I want a spot. Can you get me on 7.30 or... I know about
0: this good podcast. <laughs> yeah. Get the yeah, word out.
1: Yeah. No,
3: that's about the size of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. And the ABC, um, again, their um, current affairs programs, mm-hmm. um, uh, wouldn't touch me with a forty foot barge yeah. pole. Mm-hmm. But the other channels, yeah, I could, I could, I make news. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. and uh, and I can't complain about it. My publicity levels. Um, yeah. So so stick it up your jumper, Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I could listen
1: to you to t- talk all day, honestly, but I think maybe we need to get you to do the honours yeah. and yeah. open up a yeah. question for us. Now, I do have to warn you, we, we don't know what's coming with these questions. It's oh, the whole conceit of the show. No,
3: we actually don't. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
1: So that's the whole conceit of the show that that's the roulette aspect of this that listeners have written in. So. Hey, it could be horrible, and uh, let's let's see, mate.
3: It's not post box, it's pick a box. Pick a <laughs> box. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if you want to do the honours, mate, doesn't Just have to be the top, it can be whatever
2: you want. Yeah, we'll open her up and see what's inside, and we'll have a chat about let's it. Let's see if we can embarrass Bob on the, <laughs> live on the podcast. Good conversation, or it could be pretty <laughs> terrible. We'll see.
3: It says, Get stuffed, Bob. <laughs> wow, look at from, that. From, from, <laughs> from Rupert. <laughs> yeah, I love from Rupert. <laughs> Now some of these papers are very good. I, I've been a bit unfair. In the government confronting us through the COVID vaccine technology and surveillance, is the government controlling it? Um, you know, in times of war, governments um, become um, totalitarian dictatorships and I suppose you could argue that they have to. Um, they pluck you off the street, give you a rifle and say you're going to war, whether you like it, whether you don't. Yeah. And uh, you'll turn it world you spend time in prison. Um, uh, there wasn't much conscientious objection, I can tell you. Um, yeah, I, I think the honest answer to that is, of course. Um, now, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's for other people to decide. But you've gone pretty close now to two years. You are no better off now than you were two years ago I would have said if I was doing this five weeks ago mm-hmm. that you know how to handle the disease a lot better so there's a lot less people dying mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can't say that now because it's mutated mm-hmm. and we have no idea how to deal with the new strains mm-hmm. yeah. so the question now becomes does this go on forever yeah. two, after two years remember Yeah. does it go on forever or do we, like influenza, um, on the figures I've seen, but I don't want to be quoted on this, but mm-hmm. on the figures I've seen, uh, many more people die of influenza than die from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and you say, well, it's a free fire zone. Well, I think it's much a free fire zone as yeah. COVID. And if you say... Well, if everyone gets immunised, well, the last death that I saw was a 28-year-old mm. who'd had both shots, yeah, and she died of COVID. Yeah. Now, not only she died of COVID, but she spread COVID to yes. 100 other people. Yeah. I'm just going by the yep. media reports. I don't But so, you know, I think we're rapidly reach I don't think we've quite reached it, but I think we're reaching a stage now where you say, yes, it's going to kill a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yes, so does influenza, right? Yes. We're not going to walk around with masks for the rest of our lives. Mm. No. No. Um, But, you know, the uh, question, what raised in my mind was um, that at the airports, they pat down women. If you touch anyone, actually, without their... License, consent, yep. consent, consent. This is what I'm talking Yeah, and without consent, without holding then up, then that you is an illegal act. Yeah, it is an act of assault. Now, there's a criminal act of assault taking place about once every 20 seconds in mm-hmm. Australia. And um, I know a person, and uh, they said, "Oh, you've got a yellow patch there between your belt and below your belt buckle, and I'll have to search." And this person's from overseas, and he would almost certainly be. Uh, a, uh, what do they call them, temporary visa? Mm. Yeah. Because yep. they can get them for half the price they can get anyone else. <laughs> and, uh, and since they're all yeah. run to that model, I think we can assume in Canberra and Sydney, this was in Sydney. Um, and um, he said, i just got to put my hand down behind your belt buckle there. And the bloke said, You're not doing that. Mm. And he said, Oh, yeah, well, that's all right. You can go into the private room there and get undressed, you know. He said, I'm not doing that either. Yeah. And he just grabbed his boots and walked off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well uh, you know. Um, but I'm thinking, you gutless bastard, mm. they are doing this to our women, patting mm-hmm. down yep. in indecent parts of their body, mm-hmm. and they are by law, by law doing it. Yeah. Well, what sort of a yep. spineless nation have we become? Mm. Yeah. You know? And, oh, we're doing this to protect us from the Middle Eastern terrorists. It yeah. was yeah. all over. Yep. Yep. The Twin Towers. Yep. yep. The bombings yeah. in London, the poisoning in France. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we've got to protect our aeroplanes. And I think there were five or six aeroplanes worldwide that were uh, the victim of um, um, the uh, Islamic terrorists. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I shouldn't say that it's really Middle Eastern. It's not Islamic. And there's yeah. No, all right. Good point. It's the yeah. Islam, true. Yeah. But you cannot say that this terrorism yeah. from Indonesian people. They have been extremely good. Yes. Actually, um, and so you can't say that. So I take that back because that's not true. Um, but there's most certainly true. Out of those nations in the Middle East, um, which have been on fire, I I would argue since 1700 700 AD. Yeah. That uh, hasn't stopped. But uh, in any event, um, if whatever their backgrounds, whether they're Australians or whether they're temporary visas. Um, they get no right to pat our women down Yeah, and well, I think um, and
0: we're doing now we're letting the 5% of bad people or the 5% of I don't want to go down this too far but <laughs> like you know the, the gender identification and all that sort of stuff we're catering for such a small number of people and we're changing everyone's lives based on it Yeah. so we've got to go through the airport now and get a like a 3D scan we've got to get a pat down because of the chance like a .05% chance something could go wrong right?
3: Not .05
0: it's not even that. 0. 0.000. It's
3: four zeros and then a five. Yeah. Yep. Um so there hasn't been an incident remotely concerning Australian aircraft in over 30 years. Yeah. Yep. And there's been hardly any incidents worldwide either. Yeah. And people will argue it's
0: because of the security, but people haven't even been found trying to breach that security. So yeah. I think that disproves it, really.
1: I think the big point... Yes, that's good point. You know what I mean? That's so good yeah. point. Everyone will go, oh, yeah, yeah but that's, that's
0: good point. That's because we're doing this security. No one, no one has done it. But, yeah, no one's tried.
1: Well, what I would say, though, as well, is what seems to happen, COVID, you know, all this terrorism stuff and things like that, right? When laws get brought in to protect us, they never get taken away. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The, the incident
0: passes and,
1: and then... And your
3: freedoms just get go, 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 yeah. go, go. Yeah. Just
0: little bits by little bits taken away. I always
3: tell one story on the freedoms issue. Um, you know, I would say that Queensland, I specifically named Queensland, I think it's worse than the other states, um, it would be the most restrictive society on earth. Now, when I say that, i never make a statement unless I can back it up. But I'll do this with um, <clears throat> an example. My grandkids are coming up, and I live on 10 acres outside of Charter Stairs, and it's an "Oh, beauty, and I'll get... Air rifles out, you know, and set up the targets. And yep. my wife said, They're under 15, they're not allowed to shoot a gun. And what oh, a kid is not allowed to shoot an air yeah. rifle. Yeah, mm. mm. um,
0: that's a lifestyle. My skill old in air country. rifle
3: is 60 years old,
0: I you mean, know, on yep. your I mean, property. We're going to kill someone, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: you know, with a 60 year old bloody low powered air rifle. Anyway, she said, No, you're not doing it <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> I said, Right, right, well, I'll set up the flying fox, you know, zoom, 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 splash in the swimming pool, you know. Yeah. And she said, no, you've got to take a panel off the swimming pool fence. And I said, yeah, but they're not going to come out and look at yeah, swimming yeah, pools. Yeah, a couple you know, of hours. Three yeah. hours, you know, yep. you know, three yep. kilometres out of Charles Towers. So they did last week. And oh. our fence is one and a half centimetres below what it should be. So we're up for $2,800 oh, to no. replace the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right, all right, well, yeah, we'll start. Phase two of the treehouse. She said, no, a kid fell out of tree treehouse two months ago in yeah. Brisbane, and they banned treehouses. So,
2: sit so I, I like said, that. all right, yeah.
3: I will go down the paddock mm-hmm. and we'll teach him how to boil a billy and make damper. Yep. And <laughs> okay. she said, no, you're not allowed to light a fire in the open. It'll take at least two months to get a permit. You've <laughs> got to pay the, you, you pay the uh, fire brigade to be on standby. Free country? Free, yeah, Free yeah. country? I know. Free yeah. country? I'm sitting there having... Yeah. A meal in a
2: yeah.
3: pub at, um, uh, at um, Gordon Bar. And uh, the barmaid comes along and says, you can't eat here. I said, I've been told that many times before. I know I'm dark and I've got a bit of black fella on the family tree. I don't like being told I'm not allowed to eat here. <laughs> she said, it's got no, nothing to do nothing to come with, back with. with that. I said, I suspect it has. <laughs> That's why Matt pulls all the time. <laughs> and... Uh, um, she said, No, this is a, you know what, a smoking area.
2: Yeah. Um can't eat and smoke in the same uh, space. Yeah. yeah. <sighs>
3: <sighs> Free society. Yeah. This is the most restrictive society on earth. Um police pull you up all the time. Big brother is watching and C C T V yep. cameras. We actually are up there with China.
4: It's yeah. the most
3: Full yeah. group of people on earth Wow. Will you but take that I, tracking we'll device In your pocket on. every day I'll no. pick up the next do- we'll That's like alright like we'll, we'll, we'll grab one We'll, we'll go, go around So we'll
2: everyone will have a go To so answer we'll Open oh, one yeah. up So that's alright yeah. Share it out It's pretty And then everyone can just have a it's say It's such
0: a coincidence That there's a politics <laughs> one a, <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> We get <laughs> one Involving the government It's a bit about one in ten Is politics I didn't put that one in
2: everybody. We've actually had that one Before Oh That's a bingo card That's the bingo card On that one Alright It's alright So we'll go again Alright here we go. So this one says, "Afterlife." What are your thoughts?
3: Oh, that's a tough um, one. I um, put up. I've got five kids, and I put up a big sign, you know, over the sort of pathway into their corridor, into their rooms. I put up um, to the um, what was this? How do I put it? Um, unconsciousness. Mm. Um, to the conscious, only unconsciousness is unconscionable. Okay. To the conscious, yeah. only unconsciousness is unconscionable.
1: Yeah, okay. 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 Well, yep. I
3: don't care. Every smartest person mm-hmm. in human yep. history, right, um, has sat down and thought, is there something bigger than what I see, feel, hear and uh, what I am? Is there something bigger? And you know, some of them answer that question by saying no. Or hmm. well, I answer that question by saying yes. I think there is something bigger. Yeah, yeah. and you can choose what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how you go about making making your alley good with yeah, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Um, I'll call it God and Jesus Christ is messenger. Yeah, but other people might have different ways of interpreting. So I, my answer question is unequivocally yes. It's, yeah, and I
0: don't have I don't have any religious background. I didn't grow up religious, but. I believe that if there is something out there, I want to do the right thing. And, yeah. no, just in case. Yeah. Yeah, you know it'll serve me now when I'm
3: alive and hopefully it'll serve me after if there is something that happens. So why are you helping us with this church? You don't even believe in God. Yes, mate, but I believe in insurance. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys it's got great on that line. one? There's got to be
2: something to like look forward to. Otherwise, you know what what else do you do you know there's got to be something you know we can't be the be all end all of
1: everything you know my Um, biggest problem though is right that like i always think when i look at things i'm like all right where why is the money flowing you know like you look at religion the concept of religion doesn't make a lot of sense to me in the modern day right i do believe in something at one point i was atheist and now i'm agnostic but i just don't like how much you know there's just an ability for corruption to work its way into churches and things like that Mm -hmm. um even with the best of intentions, I think corruption can weasel its way in. But uh, what do you think, Bob?
3: My uh, chief of staff is a raving atheist. might have been agnostic, but I think she was atheist. And I said, you know what really makes me angry, Ian, is that there's no doubt in my mind you're going to go to heaven lo- long before I do, and you don't even bloody well believe in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's that insurance policy, you know, you just going <laughs> to... No, she wouldn't take it out of any insurance policy. Aggressive, about I think it's just a bit sad. I, I do feel sorry for atheists, I think it's a bit of a nihilistic yeah, way to think. Yeah, but,
3: but see, she's a Christian, mm-hmm. she believes in this love your neighbor, fight hard for people. You know, you've got to empower the disempowered. You know, yeah. Um, uh, she won the uh, um, humanities prize for Australia. Wow. Um, domestic violence, not our game. You know, um, she fought the fight the most. Famous, I think it was the highest number of hits on internet. in internet's history in Australia was eight million or something. Mm-hmm. The famous uh, letter about Charlie Fallot The banks had clo- foreclosed on this absolutely perfect Australian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I said, who's the perfect Australian? I you know, said, so you're painting the perfect Australian, mate. When you stood back in that portrait, you see a picture of Charlie Follott wow. in every respect. <laughs> it was it was a truly great Australian. And... Uh, but she was at the heartland of that battle, which we won. Yeah. You know, when he got his station back, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I mean, but it's inculcated into you, this Christian belief system. Yeah. But I'm not so sure that it is now, you know. Every aspect of your lives, you were told the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you should look after other people and respect them and make the world a better place. Yeah. Every aspect of your life. Well, other religions say no. It is your duty to conquer them. And uh, make them followers of the. um, Yeah. And I won't say anything more than that. Um, Yeah, other people say we will achieve the paradise on earth. You know. um, Yeah, utopia. (laughs) Yeah. They call it socialism. They've called it a hundred names down through the ages. Yeah. Anyway, it let's will, move on. It's worked okay. so well, hasn't it? Socialism
1: yeah. and communism. Every time it's uh, coming. To oh, a yeah. It was
3: only 78 million people died under yeah. Mao Zedong and <laughs> yeah. Stalin. Let's it's give been it another a go. Marvelous yeah. success story, that one. We'll, we'll let yeah. America have
1: the next shot at communism and see right what happens. Now, right? <laughs> oh,
3: I think they've gone pretty good in that area, you know. But concentration of wealth and power, not concentration of power. Um, yeah.
1: Yep. All right, All guys. Right. I'll, I'll jump question. on with the next one here. Let's. Uh,
3: Oh, wow.
1: Man, I think we've corrupted these questions with Bob here. It's, uh, it's just, all right. When is it okay to start or join a war?
0: Oh, it's a hard one. That. That's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say
3: about three seconds in a pub with
2: <laughs> someone. Yeah, what kind of war are you talking about? Are you Are talking about yeah. a husband and a wife getting into disgruntled yeah, here's uh, the thing. Do, conversation? That's sort of still, yeah. of still yeah. from yeah. my
3: experience. Does, does
1: Australia's interests have to be at risk uh, <clears throat> for us to join directly, or is it our ally? Should we go and help our allies regardless? Uh,
3: I think in all of human history, the most questionable decision is Vietnam. So are you going to stand on the sidelines? They've already murdered seventy-eight million people. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stand on the sidelines and watch them take over the rest of the world? They already have two-thirds of the world. Yeah. You want to say that a third of the world was capitalist West, a third of the world was communist. Right, and a third of the world was unaligned, unaligned with communists. Yeah, history book reads clearly that every one of those leaders, India, Ben must prime amongst them, well, the uh, Middle East was led by Abdul Gamal Nasser, um, hated the West. You know, um, very much communist aligned. Mm-hmm. So, the US side and just watch it continue. The Persecution of people for their religious beliefs. I'm thinking in terms of Buddhists. A lot of people Mm. think I'm Christian. I'm not. I'm thinking in terms of Buddhists Mm -hmm. um, in China. Um, And uh, do you just uh, stand aside and let that go on? Um, And uh, yet in that case, the French of all the countries, everyone else knew it was all over Red Rover Mm -hmm. for colonialism and imperialism. Everyone rolled this wagon and went home except the bloody French. Everyone yeah. else had won the war. yeah, Second World War, those yeah. bastards changed sides. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. first, first seven are making our weaponry the French in every <laughs> war. They, up, they stopped fighting. They caused the First World War, then stopped fighting. You know, wow. um, They were not fighting. They refused to fight at the end of the war. And uh, they,
1: they just bent over for the, Hitler, didn't know, they? In they? the yeah. Second
3: World War, they changed sides. Yeah. And in the Vietnam War, they changed sides. They couldn't very reliable people <laughs> are we allied with them well, now they're must make, well they're making our naval vessels you know and this intrigues me because i actually got the encyclopedia britannicus i cannot find a single example in human history where the french navy has won a battle against anyone right mm-hmm. there probably is but i couldn't find any right yeah um and uh and i was saying this to uh who's head of the maritime uh, engineers. Association, a bit like a union, and uh, and I, I was telling him this, and you know, he said, I said you could say that Charlemagne defeated the Vikings on the Seine River. I don't know if it's a naval battle or not, seven kilometres outside of Paris, but maybe, maybe they did. Mm-hmm. And he said, the <laughs> sneering, he's, pommy migrant, the sneering pommy boys He said. Charlemagne was a German. And he was. <laughs> <laughs> he came from Alsace, not Moraine. Right, you know? <laughs> Fine, look what he says, Alsace. Charlemagne was a
1: <laughs> let, let me give you a specific example here. Right? I'm going to butcher <clears throat> this name, but there's this theory called, uh, I think it's Lucidity's Trap, right? The theory is that when there's a rising power and there's a current superpower in the world, uh, war is almost inevitable, right? The current example yeah, okay. would be... America being the superpower, it's almost inevitable that China is is a rising power, that their economy will take over America. they're
0: going to butt heads. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just on a pure population rate, their GDP doesn't have to get too high to overtake America's economy, right? So it's almost inevitable that war is going to come about that somehow, somewhere. Is it okay for us to assist our ally America in a war that's purely based on being the superpower. Oh,
3: I, think, I think before that war occurs, um, you know, I just want to let all the school teachers in my electorate, you know, on coal mining, and uh, they're to- you know, kids are told that coal mining is evil mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's destroying the planet. Well, I find that hard when I know that uh, the temperature on Earth's gone up one degree Celsius in the last 100 years.
4: Mm. Well, yep.
3: please mm. excuse me for not lying awake at night, yep. you know, yep. in a cold sweat over that one. Um, but also, you know, your fossil fuels will run out. So you want to get off your tailbone in mm. 150 years, there's not going to be too much fossil fuel around. Yep. So you better start thinking of some other ways of doing this, you know, yeah. um, is, is, is where I'm coming from. Going back to China, China owns as far as I can make out, at least 42% of Australia's electricity industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it would appear that as close to 15% is coming from solar panels. Well, they're made exclusively in China, as far as Australia's concerned. Yep. Now, let me go back to coal. If you start telling India and China that they can't have your coal, yep. you know, I read history books. Von which the greatest writer's on warfare in human history, in my opinion. Von which had two very chilling aphorisms. When goods don't cross borders, mm-hmm. then guns will. Japan said it's not yep. going to trade. Admiral Perry went and blew the palace of the emperor to pieces. Yep. Yep. So now you will trade, you know? Yeah. Um, Chinese said, well, we're not going to allow you to sell opium. Um, So the gunboats just went up and blew them to pieces. Um, You don't start telling people, you know, um, and if you go back to the human history, he's right. You know, you start... um, If goods don't cross borders, then guns will. Is that the whole point of the world trade? That is... No, that's the point about China, Mm -hmm. right? Now, point one, they have taken $30 billion which is nearly 10% of our entire exports, they have destroyed them. They've said, no, effectively, you're not sending that to China anymore. Yeah. So 30% of our exports have vanished, right? We can't do anything. Mm -hmm. We are not going to reply, and quite frankly, I'm a bit on Morrison's side. Mm -hmm. Just keep provoking them, you know, and uh, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Um, But the other aphorism is... It's a quote from um, von Clausewitz. People without land will look for a land without people. <laughs> Go no further than the Second World yep. War. Hitler had it on every third page, the word room." living room. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't got enough room here. The yep. Russians have. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to fix this up. Yep, yep. Um, you know, it's, it's very clear. Yeah. Thicker, but, you know... The uh, Japanese Southern Army had a little manual and they said the Europeans are sitting on a treasure trove of riches. Mm -hmm. 300,000 of them own and control Asia. Um, It is the destiny and the duty of Japan to free Asia from the Europeans. Well, guess where the only European enclave is in Asia? And we're telling them they can't have any coal. I mean, (laughs) well... You know, I mean, don't they teach history in schools anymore? <laughs> yep. you know? Yeah. But to quote Winston Churchill and a thousand other people, those that do not understand history will be doomed to have it imposed upon them yep. again. Yeah, um, they'll just become a party history. If you can't learn the lessons of history, yep. then you will be taught them. Yeah. You <laughs> will be taught them.
1: I've, I've um, heard... So
3: I think that our situation... Is very, very precarious yeah. indeed. I agree. And I don't think that the Americans would be too keen mm-hmm. to come here if Japan, sorry, if China, yeah, chooses And I, us. I asked a question yep. in the parliament. Yeah. Yep. I said if they embargo our oil, minister, um, and one of those their ships, trading ships that's in the port of Darwin, which they own, mm-hmm. happens to have not goods on board but a battalion of Red Guard Marines. Um, So now they are in the Northern Territory, the Northwest Mineral Province, Mm -hmm. the uh, (coughs) Olympic Dam. Um, They are in the air base at Meriden, um, which is 100 kilometres a of Perth and lies across the Intercontinental Railway Line and Intercontinental Highway. Um, So (coughs) they now have Western Australia, Australia, they don't have Perth, but who the hell would want Perth? Yeah. <laughs> it's middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, um, they won't let you um, in now anyway. No, no, that's right. They don't uh, want anyone yeah, there. I'm um, trying to keep out. And, uh, and they got everything. They've got 90% of the surface area of the country, and they've got um, most of the coal industry, mm-hmm. um, all of the hard rock industry, oh. um, and uh, three-quarters of Australia's water, uh, which we're not using. Ooh. Now, do you think that Americans sacrifice their children mm. to come over here and fight a war to take back land, which you didn't want, mm. yeah. you never um, occupied, yep. you let every foreign power own it, yeah, right. Yeah. and in fact China owns most of it now anyway, mm-hmm. um, should we sacrifice our children for that? No.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think um, you're and,
3: right. Uh, China will leave the little tiny narrow east coast alive, but it'll die, rot in the vine. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, <clears throat> they don't have to worry about that.
1: So is it too late? Have we given up too
3: much? Uh, I, um I love my history of Australia. I just love it. I just The stories just inspire me. They never cease to inspire me. From my own mob, the Colcadurns out here, held the British Empire at bay for 70 years. Yeah, Ooh. For 70 years. Everyone's sleeping with pistols under their pillows <laughs> for 70 years. Yeah, yep. you know? And uh, did they believe that they couldn't win? I don't know. But are they going to? fight to the death yep yeah, yeah. we are yep. we are the underdogs yep. and we're yep. the battlers right so uh, but yeah. i see where you're going but of all the stories i love I, and i just have to say one of my most love i was the unit historian for the 49th battalion <coughs> we're at war with indonesia we're on 24 hour call up to go over and fight battalion is about a thousand minutes the basic fighting unit yeah and i was the unit historian so when sort of major and i said oh you know look like every second first world war and then we covered ourselves in glory but Second World War, it's all negative. You know, we mm. fell back, we surrendered land, we wilted under fire, you know, we retreated. So he said, what do you want to do, Catter? I want to go down to the Wacol RSL and just ask around, see if this the early 90s, 1970s, not all that long after all. Mm. Yep. And uh, just ask one of the old diggers there and see if he knows anything about the 49th. I mean, story might be right. Talking about mm-hmm. a fallback battalion. Yeah. I don't know. And he said, yeah, do that. You don't need any permission, do you, Catter? I said, oh, it's a bit unfair, sir. We've been going down there every It's <laughs> local. And, and, but, but when I went down there, you know, I yelled, down, hey, you know what, here only about 49th and the Second World War. can said, yeah, come down here, mate. He said, um, they are the worst hit of war uh, when they were relieved at Buena, San Ananda. He said, um, there are only 28 of them able to walk out unassisted from the trenches. He said, do you know how many men went up? I said, yep, 851. Men, the 49th Battalion left Port Moresby. So they've sort of left them, 28. They walk out unassisted. Do we stop Japanese? Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. They bought every bloody meter with buckets of blood, the bastards, you know, and let it be known that uh, that's what's going to happen again. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
3: I believe that, look, it might be down to 20% now, but that 20% of people who are Australians, and I've got to tell you, I know this sounds arrogant. I walk into that parliament, those people are not Australians. They Mm -hmm. have none of the natural inclinations that an Australian has yeah. an Australian is outraged if somebody foreign takeover, he hates Yeah. It, right? yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. you know, he, he believes that we should produce things in Australia ourselves, right mm-hmm. So, but how many people there believe that, yes there are some but they're not going to open their mouths yeah. and like Christensen like Kate Chance in Queensland, they will walk they yeah. just yeah. can't do it any longer and uh and they'll walk yeah well you know that's not really helping as much you know um, but uh, I don't know what George Christens is going to do you know but um, but um, it sure would be handy to have him down there and not uh, being uh, puppet yeah. or some puppet masters who are not Australians really? and I hate saying that because I think like, like Johnny Howard was a good Australian mm-hmm. but you know What did you do to prove it, John? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I think the Barnaby Joyce is a good Australian. What have you done to prove it, Barnaby? Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, (coughs) a certain person in his party some time ago said, mate, Barnaby thinks like you and I, you know? Yeah. You know, he believes in Christian. He believes he's a good Australian, you know? What has he ever done to prove it? Nothing. What will he ever do to prove it? Nothing. Mm. Um, And he'll have to live with that.
1: But are there, the, uh, are there the faceless men in every party that sort of are controlling the image of the party that lock down those characters?
3: Uh, I think it's more a culture. Um, you know, I mean, I could, no, I, I wouldn't say individuals because, you know, they stab in the back of each other every 10 seconds. Yeah. There, you know, yeah. Um, what's a, something like. Eleven different prime ministers in the space of thirteen years. Yeah, or yeah. I don't know it's outrageous. I don't know what the stu- statistic was, but so, but there is a paradigm. It doesn't matter who's there; they're just puppets. But there is a paradigm, and I increasingly refer to it as CEO paradigm. Yeah. Um, they are the people, and um, that explains why BHP is out there touting no coal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In m- must be the most incredible hypocrisy I've <laughs> seen in Australian history. Yeah. But. You know, I I think they might even do it because it's the CEO, you've got to understand, it's the CEO class. They Mm -hmm. must establish their identity as a member of the CEO class, the ruling class. Mm. And of course, we are enlightened. Mm. You know, you numbskulls don't understand this. Well, you know, I would have thought you'd be bright enough to figure out that the modern power station puts the CO2 into algae ponds Mm -hmm. and sells the algae and makes money out of CO2 instead of sending it in the atmosphere. And also, I thought you might be clever enough to figure out our new bumper sticker will help you out, because the new bumper sticker says, no CO2, no tree, yeah. no yeah. tree, yeah. no yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. And the, that's the yeah. bear. Yeah. You know, <laughs> They're so, the first line. Know, yeah, someone right. forgot to teach you It's yeah. uh, your chemistry. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, yeah. well, yeah. I'm going to do the first one now. Well, let's go for another a specific, yeah, I'll be all short sure,
3: Because we're going to be all No, yeah, that's yeah, okay yeah, well, yeah, Hopefully we won't have some hard-hitting stuff I've gone much. from
0: the middle of the pile Yeah Because right. we definitely haven't loaded these And I want to try let's again Let's go a non-political question hopefully. A <laughs> nice, Something nice <laughs> and straightforward <laughs> Okay What can you ask during sex But also say at the dinner table <laughs> I love you Do you love me? Oh, come on Take oh. the You're easy way You're not saying that So what can I you picked ask? Up the
3: word sex,
2: but yeah, oh, of course you did.
3: I'm oh, you well, not to elaborate on that. But don't. Yeah. What. <laughs> what can
0: you ask during sex, but also say at the dinner table? Um, I'm um,
2: going to butter your oh, bread. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> what we awesome. say in Parliament is um, pass on that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'd, I'd well, lean more
1: towards like, would you like sauce on that? Or, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: Mate, that things. was great. Can I'm, I have I'm another se- round? I'm, I'm seventy six and my memory's not all that good. <laughs> <laughs> can I have seconds, please, maybe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> can I have more? <laughs> oh, right,
1: on, move on. Next one, yeah, we'll on. This one, yep. one, yeah. one's yep. yours, Bob. Yep. Give give Bob Ludden. Yep. Pull her out.
2: Read her we out, might loud. make This the last yeah, well, one, eh?
0: Hey? Yep. Boys,
3: we don't read write, We can so split we'll
0: it in two if we need. Just take that into account.
2: Here we go, he's got it.
0: Hey <laughs> Chocolate cake or pavlova
2: Ooh Chocolate cake or pavlova
3: Definitely pavlova Yeah, oh, i got to say
0: Oh good man Definitely yeah. pavlova I'm a pavlova oh, bloke myself Oh, you can do another two. Come on, quick Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool Pavlova, pavlova for man. the win, I think Oh man, I'm straight on chocolate cake No, no, no I don't like no, pav no. I like no, three to one Shut
1: up I'll get rid of this bloke, I'll, mate I'll do Jeez. the fruit
2: on the
0: top And that's it No way, mate No, the meringue The
2: It's all about meringue Quick fire round Let's do it Are you superstitious? Oh, not really. Like I still don't do silly. Like I still won't walk under a ladder. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really believe it a I lot spite
1: superstition. So I'll go under ladders for yeah. work and stuff like that, deliberately just to. I like sort the of number
0: get... thirteen for that reason. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Any superstitions there,
2: Bob?
3: Absolutely not.
2: Yeah. yeah. In fact,
3: I'm the complete opposite of superstition. Um. You know, Friday the thirteenth. That
2: was yesterday. Oh yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. Friday the thirteenth was the day that Philip the Fair apprehended and then proceeded to murder the entire Knights Templar Crusaders. These were the men that are stood on the ramparts, given their entire lives to try and protect Europe, Mm -hmm. from the Muslim invasion, which had about half Europe at that stage. They'd put Vienna under siege three times, you know, and I am sick and tired of people denigrating the Crusaders. Would you get off your backside and read a single book? Mm -hmm. Any book, Mm -hmm. any book at all. They took 50,000 Christian slaves a year. The the language spoken in the harems was not Turkish or, you know, uh, whatever, uh, Moorish. It It was... uh, Serb croat You know, I mean, they're all Christian women. Yeah. And if you doubt me for a moment, the two most prominent rulers of the Middle Ages was Peter the Great and Suleiman the Magnificent. Both of them had an extremely romantic love affair. All of their lives they were passionately in love with Roxanne in Suleiman's case, mm-hmm. Catherine in Peter's case. They were both Turkish slaves. Yeah, okay. It oh, have been, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in both cases. the What the Sochiapedia Britannica says arguably is the most important battle in human history, the battle for Malta, where the Turkish Ottoman Empire threw everything they had, mm-hmm. Islamic forces, at the Crusaders on Malta, right? They didn't pick the fight, right? 50,000 of them came at them, um, and they had 6,000. Yeah. Um, 1,000 knights and 5,000 Maltese. Yeah, um, dragged in off the street, you know, given a bloody sword, and uh, and again, guess who won? <laughs> guess <laughs> yeah. who won? But but in that in that battle, Par- Don John Parasot de Vallette, the, the commander, uh, not Stanky the Englishman, it was the, the secretary, um, but the commander de Vallette, he spent two years on the galley slaves. Well, they took 50,000 slaves a year. Yeah. But if you doubt that, look at the most prominent people mm. in the Middle Ages, yeah. if you doubt that figure. Um, and what you forget is that all of the Middle East was Christian. Ibn Ali wrote in 1336. He is a historian, uh, obviously by the name, an Arab historian, Muslim Historian. He said, the thing that surprised me after three years living in Jerusalem is that the city was still overwhelmingly Christian, as was the whole of Palestine. Well, of course it was. Mm-hmm. That's where Christianity came from. Mm. All of the event was Christian. And then after 400 years of persecution, subjugation, and outright murder, um, it wasn't, right? Yeah. I mean, what do you think? They all suddenly decide wake up on morning, so they'll become yeah. Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, and these were the people... That protected Christianity. Still on the ramparts, there were a thousand of them. Every morning, he called for volunteers to go over to the doomed fortress of St. Elmo, and every morning, every single night, step forward to go into what was yeah. absolutely certain death. And uh, it was the most incredible story. Um, when it was relieved, the siege of Malta, every single church bell in Europe was after the, like you know the. Protestants fighting the Catholics or whatever that mm. was, yeah. you know the uh, hum that period of history. Even though they hated each other, every single church built in Europe. Yeah. But Friday the thirteenth was the day that Philip, the fair of France, and and the Pope of Rome captured and then tortured to death the entire order of those people, just yeah. off a Christian. And those two pieces of dogs dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, can be remembered for history two of the most evil men in human history.
4: Mm. And they were.
3: And it, of course, led to Luther and, you know, Protestant Reformation. And the Catholics waking up to themselves too. But
1: So is that the it, origin of Friday the 13th, is it? Friday the 13th yeah. was yeah. the
3: day that yep. he captured yeah. all of yeah. the knights. I didn't know and that. It shocked, neither did I. It shocked, yeah. that, you know, the whole of Europe was yeah. just... Shocked, they could not believe what had taken place. Mm. And, and isn't the it? Pope of Rome Philip de Fair capturing and torturing to death for their money. They're, yeah. the bank, they're bankers, you know, for their money. Um,
2: yep. And that just goes to show, like, how over time, like, the, the true meaning behind a lot of things just gets sort of washed away. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you really only <laughs> yeah. know it as yeah. what the most common thing is currently. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the history of, uh, you know, the world even, even in school, I've said this before, th- there's not enough detail into what's actually happened to get us to where we are these yeah. days, yeah. you know. And it I just they feels... Don't,
3: they don't teach the French Revolution. I mean, yeah. if you don't teach French, Revolution, well, teach the American Revolution, hmm. right? But teach one of them. That's yeah. yeah. right. You know, you teach Magna Carta. Yeah. I mean, you can't understand yep. human history, Never no yep. mind about that's right. You know, English history, Yeah. unless yep. you know about the Magna Carta yep. and what took
2: place there. Exactly right. And um, how can we, you know, as, as human beings, people, you know, you need to know what's happened to get us to where we are. Yeah. And, you know, that's a perfect example yep. right there. Yep. Yep. You yep. know, as we said before, yep. we're in our mid-30s and yeah.
3: we, we don't know that. Yeah. And, you uh, know. How come we told, you know, Rome to go jump and you know, mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah, that was why. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and yeah, you know, in fairness, I've got to say, you know, Rome woke like up to itself too. Yeah. yeah. You know? I struggle,
0: like, I'm cautious with that sort of topic because I don't know enough. That's right. And I know there's so much behind it
2: that mm. I should know. So it's it's yeah. quite interesting that. But then it gets led down a path that it's become a superstitious holiday or yeah, whatever it is. So, but it's it's not even remotely no, related it's or not connected to what it really is about.
3: Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Maybe it's best you don't know this. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, to a point. But in saying that, that, you know, it still happened.
2: And if it doesn't get shared, there's going to become a time in our future where it's forgotten. Yeah. You know. Yeah, story
3: of Joan of Arc. I just all the stories in history. I just it's one of the worst. You know. Yeah. yeah. She rescues the nation. She stops the Hundred Years' War. You know, and they burn her to death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just can't believe the horrible things that have occurred. No, that's right. um,
1: Should we do one more question so we can all get to the radio
3: tonight? Yeah, are that are you going good. again, Bob? Um, going? I, I've got my son's got all his in-laws, and I'm. I might have to make parents appearance. Family my function. We can, yes. we, yeah. can keep you, we can keep you yeah. all night, so you but, can avoid but, it. But Brophy had me taken around the rounds. You know,
2: yeah, round one. <laughs> yeah. I got to say that was very interesting. I've never seen anything like that last night. Yeah. Bro and, was a great. You no, know, it, it. it's a piece of history that um, oh. soon
3: will be will be gone and forgotten yeah, uh, as yeah. well. But but is there anything more Australian? Oh, exactly <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and I said, like, you couldn't take that to Brisbane. You couldn't take that to Sydney, right? It wouldn't work. But out here. I appreciate it and I respect yep. what they're pushing and what they have done. Does somebody oh, want to explain a little
3: bit yeah, about what Profi's is? Most of those people that were there last night were from the Sydney and Melbourne and yeah. they absolutely loved it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it
3: yeah. Like a little bit of Australia trying to climb out from a yeah, lot of people. Yeah, you
2: know? <laughs> Bob, just for the listeners, can you explain what it is? Brophy? Yeah, that's Oh, right. yeah,
3: sorry. Um, it's a fight tournament, you yeah. know. Um, so he goes out the front and he said, if anyone here has got enough. Uh, to uh, take on our boys and this boy's pretty good you know he's an Australian champion you know but uh, if you've got some local heroes here who think oh you're going to step up son now what do you do you know um, oh you're working the mines eh and you reckon you can take this block well I don't know you don't look too (laughs) likely to me but anyway (laughs) step up here and and boom boom boom. there were some good hits last night and then and then you have um, terrific you know fighting you know and everyone's there's no sort of ring or anything like that, you know. It's and just in a car park. It's fantastic. But, but one of the funniest incidents in the last few years, Alan Jones is in town. He's oh, terrific, yeah. Black Jones. You know, he coached Balmain, you know, yeah. the toughest and most famous of football teams. And, uh, but Jones is in town and said, Addison, you love Brophy's. We're going to Brophy's tonight. Yep. So anyway, he turns up with a couple of staffers, a couple of staffers of mine. And I don't know where she goes from, Pauline Hansen, and all. I said, where'd she go from? And Joe said, I don't know. <laughs> the Catholic, acting Catholic bishop is with us. And Mick Lachor, he's with us. And uh, and the professor of medicine from the university is with us. You know, it's most incredible. But anyway, there's, you know, the local champion, you know, Dormagy yeah. boy, you know. Yeah, and yeah. And, uh, and he threw about 100 punches at the major, they call him uh, and then the major hit him, <laughs> he sails through the air and <laughs> landed in Jonesy's lap. Oh, wow. And Jonesy, every time he walks at me, he said, Dummerji thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Jonesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaseline, oh. He killed himself laughing. But, 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 bro, he's, oh, it is a part of Australia that is yeah. just yeah. so exciting. Yeah. And I mean, the fights are terrific. And yes. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's not sort of brutality and violence no, so no much as just bloody fantastic entertainment. Yeah. And <laughs> you can yeah. tell
0: the profi fighters are very professional. Yeah. And they'll only uh, take it to the condition. level. That's right. They'll yeah. take yeah. it to good the condition. level their opponents want to take it to. Yeah. So Completely. Th- there's no unfair. Adv- look, well, th- they the not really. Yeah. But you're choosing to step into that. Yeah. It's two blokes shake the hands at the end
1: yeah. and yeah. there's no malice. It's
2: yeah. Exactly right. Like yeah. It's brilliant.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> it's only the girls that end up hating each
3: other yeah. Yeah. after that. That's just
2: general, isn't it? That's life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> what a spectacle.
3: <laughs> I it, and I just that. Don't come to the radio so much to see the rough riders. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well, it's it's yeah. our first
2: experience for the whole lot, so we're really excited yeah. to go to the radio yeah. today. But um, just to experience that last night, I think really made the trip as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, it won't be too much longer, most likely, and there won't be anything like that left.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, radio, I you know, did a bit of time in shoots, uh, you know, working the, the yeah. shoots and the radio, work, which is pretty scary stuff. And um, But uh, that movie, and I think it's one of the better movies I've seen in recent years. Um, the um longest ride Clint Eastwood yep. started it you know mm-hmm. and um and by terrific movie but you know um the adrenaline rush when he's climbing on yeah mm-hmm. you know these big bloody monsters in the bloody shoot you know yep. the bloody yeah and yep. kicking and smashing and, and trying to get the rope around it you know oh yeah and uh, I could feel the bloody perspiration <laughs> <laughs> <into> yeah yeah <laughs> you you feel yeah a little happy yeah. uh, um the adrenaline rush from the rodeo, and yeah, well, Kearney gets there tonight, is yeah. yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be great. Best good. entertainers in modern yep. Australian history. Uh, yep. um, whether you like country or not, you know he's bloody fantastic.
2: Well, we and come um, out here for the experience, yeah. and we we, we welcome the, the the country element of it, and that's the whole thing. You know, we want to be here for that. Yeah, yeah. dive straight into exactly it. Exactly right. You know, I'm sure Guy Sebastian would have been a good show when he was supposed to do it last <laughs> night or whatever it would be. Yeah. But that's not really why you come out for the nah. experience, you know. Um, but take it or leave it, I suppose.
3: Yeah. Can um. Plus box roulette, you know, um, is taking that message to the whole of Australia, you know. And yep. if you want to get a good injection of Australian, you know, in yep. you know, you, you're Lee Koenig, profi, yep. and the Bluffery Rough Riders, yep. Bobby Holder, yep. um, 90 years of age, still roping yep. in the rodeo, <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, he, he said, my uh, best mate, you know, he's a mate of Holder's, and uh, they're both legends and radio, but uh, he said, I'll do one to see you. I said, what's one see me about? He said, does it matter? Said, <laughs> yeah, not really. Not really. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> you get seen. You know? yeah, yeah. So, and over, and he said, what do you think about, who's going to buy this, country's coming up for sale. And I said, well, we all know it's going to buy it. Yeah. Foreigners, mostly Chinese, but, so you think it's a good thing? He said, I seethe with rage at even thinking about it. Yeah. And he said, Hey, what are we going to do about it? I said, "No, I'll keep screaming. I yep. um, hate venom and try and kill as many of them as I can that do it to our country." I said, "Do something useful." He said, "Get superannuation money, buy those blocks coming on the market, lease them out to Australians." Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's great. Waved me away. <laughs> <They're great>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the boss has told me what to do. But but you know, I I just told him last night I had done um, long discussions with a. Previous prime minister is in a very powerful position at the present moment, no one's saying more than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what I didn't know is he'd uh, written a book already saying that uh, superannuation monies need to be taken off the roulette wheel. Mm-hmm. No disrespect. Yeah, uh, no, right. on no, on no. that's good. Roulette, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, and um, and put into uh, stable, solid, make money mm-hmm. investments. Yeah, because so everything's going yep. into for Australia. Money. Yeah. So well, on. that's very nice that. Uh, Rugby League Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very nice, that uh, ring road around Melbourne, right? Yeah. It's all very nice, but it's going to cost you money that's for right. forever. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, you build a dam and build Bradfield scheme, it will make money for forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will keep millions of Australians wealthy and prosperous yeah. mm-hmm. forever.
2: And keep us on our own land.
3: And, and it will be owned, if it's done properly, by Australians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's handed over, as one political party does, mm-hmm. to the um, cotton kings, mm-hmm. uh, they've handed over, bloody half, New South Wales and southern, southwestern Queensland yep. to the cotton kings. And, uh, they do what they're told by the cotton kings. Well, you hand over the cotton kings, uh, they, not they, but their grandson will sell it off to Chinese. Yeah. You know. yep. He likes to live on the Gold Coast, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> and, well. and You know, and they'll sell it off. Um, but, uh, but if it's owned by the Australian people for forever. Yeah. And, uh, you get a pastoral lease, you know, which is your land for as long as you want it to be your land. Yeah. Um, but Lincoln Homestead Act occupation, mm-hmm. you've got to live there. Mm-hmm. Two, you've got to cultivate it, mm-hmm. use it. Three, you've got to produce from it. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah, cultivate cool. it. You've got to actually yep. produce. Yeah, yep. yeah, That was the Lincoln Homestead Act under which most America was taken up. And that's why they're still the most powerful country on earth.
2: Well, Fair enough, yeah. So, different tangent. I've just been told there's one thing we need to ask you. And it's about crocodiles.
3: Yep. Oh yes.
2: Where, what's your stance on the crocodiles? Here, right? and we hear yeah. that's something that you're you're pretty passionate about.
3: No, no, that's not. What? I mean, you can get yourself on the news anytime time you like. Yeah. Crocodiles, right? So that's beautiful as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. <laughs> yeah. I say the word crocodile and I got instant national coverage. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but the issue is, um, this is where you get back to the Christian principles. It doesn't matter whether you don't really believe in. God, or even if you believe in Jesus Christ, right? You know, what this bloke said, this Jesus Christ, he said, mate, come on, you've got to love your Mm neighbour. You've got to make the world a better place. Yeah. Right? Now, he also said, you know, you will get a place in heaven if you do that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you might not like the last bit, but I don't really care. Um, But there is no respect for human life. And it's a great talisman that I can grab anytime I like Mm -hmm. to bring spotlight to bear Mm -hmm. upon no respect for human life. We murder thousands of little babies before they are born. Mm -hmm. We are now going to kill old people Mm -hmm. before they die. Mm -hmm. Right? There is nearly a thousand people dying from malnutrition. Mm -hmm. The much maligned missionaries who protected my brother cousins mm-hmm. from being slaughtered, right? Not only do they do that, but they also provided a nutritional regime because they were nomadic. They couldn't be nomads or mm-hmm. they'd get killed. So, they had market gardens on every single one of the twenty-eight communities, and uh, every single house in the Torres Straits had fruit and vegetable gardens in the backyard. Yep. They banned fruit and vegetable gardens. They banned commercial dinghy fishing in the Torres Straits. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they proceeded to wipe out all the market gardens in every single community. Now, there will be those, Mm -hmm. which is a word called genocide, right? Mm -hmm. But it's hard to explain why there is one bloke that keeps saying it in Parliament. He asks you the question again and again and again, Mm -hmm. so you can't not know Mm -hmm. that the people are dying, but you don't care. You don't care whether the baby's been murdered before they're born. You don't care whether... You know, old people are getting killed before they grow up. Yep. You don't care about that. You don't care how many blackfellas die. You don't care about that. You don't care how many servicemen mm-hmm. shed themselves. Mm-hmm. Twenty-six and eleven weeks. Well, you know mm-hmm. nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Not a single mm-hmm. thing. Oh, you're sorry. Oh, sorry. You increase the number of to th- by thirty of the number of consultants they go to.
2: Yeah. Mm. I
3: mean. Yeah, it doesn't um, help. Yeah, that's right. The minister hasn't, he didn't even bother to come to towns where all this is taking place. I yeah. um, don't care how many servicemen shoot themselves. There's a farmer commits suicide every week. Mm-hmm. No one cares. No. Yeah. There's no. a farm worker who commits suicide yep. every week. They couldn't care less. No, yeah. right. But whilst I fail to get the publicity and attention and mm-hmm. spotlight, you say crocodiles, well, here again. I yeah. Yeah. don't care how many people get eaten. Yep. That's the most terrible death. Mm. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, I'm not going to...
2: No, there's nothing easy about it, is there?
3: But you know, it's the most terrible way to die. Mm. And they say, oh, there's been eight people dying 32 years. You know, that's because you live in a city. That's right. And you've only ever seen concrete. Mm -hmm. That's all you've ever seen in your life. You wouldn't know what a tree is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, or you've seen some pictures, I suppose, Um, trees. Um, But if you live in the real world where Mm -hmm. I live, you know the two boys that were washed off the causeway in Tully mm-hmm. and were taken by crocodiles. Yeah. That's yeah. what Inspector of Police when we called off the search mm-hmm. said and no one argued because we all know it was you know true. How it works. Yep. Right? You know, the ringer at Normanton who mm-hmm. vanished because the bastard kept going down and having a smoke mm-hmm. at a crocodile hide, yeah. yeah. you know, on the river. You know, the three little children that were taken at Bamaga. Well, one was seen to be taken by crocodiles mm-hmm. but the other two... You know what I mean? They yeah. didn't get taken yeah. by crocodiles. Exactly the same position. That's right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and a crocodile festival. So, I mean, when you add it up, you know, but it's not about crocodiles, but it's beautiful because it turns the spotlight on yeah. like a complete contempt for human life. Yeah. And that's dangerous. Yeah, know? definitely. Like Adolf Hitler and Charles Darwin and all these people, you know, you know, survival of the fittest. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we kill off the old... You know, we'll figure out a way to get a bit uh, incapacitated. uh, You know, that'll be the next gun they'll be firing over there. And um, and, uh, the Enlightened gun. Well, Nazis sounded pretty enlightened when Mm. when they said, uh, you know, all these disabled people, they're, you know, dead weight on society. That's right. A bit
1: of dehumanised people. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
3: Um, Well, I I mean, that's that's what's happening here. Mm. But, you know, it's all the history is a battle. And... um, we're losing at present month. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean we're going to lose, though.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we have a
3: bad habit of winning,
4: actually. <laughs> you know,
3: we have a bad habit of winning. And uh, as far as Christianity is concerned, persecute us. We love it. That's yeah. how we grew. Mm. You know, we grew out of persecution. So yeah. give me more. Um, yeah. Give me more. Um, um, uh, and that's taking place, too, you know, a stopping yep. out of that uh, Of that way of life uh, that says you've got to respect other people and mm-hmm. you've got to respect life and all that sort of thing. Um, Haddison, it's been great talking to you. you know, yeah, yeah, it's been a yeah, pleasure. And thank you so much. For you're, me. A, you're an absolute yeah, legend and yeah. we're
2: very uh, humbled to have you come and uh, join us today on, on the podcast. So, you know, we really appreciate you making the time. Uh, it's been a great atmosphere and experience for us up here. So, yeah. you know, I, thanks very much for, yeah. uh, you know, coming along. Uh,
3: you know, I, I've been very close to three Prime Ministers, you know, because they really need people like me at times, you know, and then, uh, and, and, you know, I'm willing to sort of play my part in, yep. in helping them um, if necessary. And, um, but in Queensland, I was number two in the government when I fell, and I think most people that were there at the time said I was the most powerful person in the government Yeah. Um, uh, when, when I fell in Queensland. So, you know, I know how government works. Yep. I've had that experience, and, um, and even as a little kid, I'm... Prolific reader, yep. You know, I'll knock over three four books in you know, a um, fortnight, yeah. um, and um, most of them will be non fiction, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, <clears throat> but um, I love telling the stories too. But we got two new books, and I'll finish on this note. Yep. Um, two new books coming out one is a follow up mm-hmm. on the history of Australia, an incredible race of people, and um, but the second one is about my childhood in Cloncurry. It was all the things we got up to. Yeah. And it's called Peter Anderson, Ronnie Backash, Carly Pearce and me. Wow. <laughs> and, and the eighth graders told us yep. that if we went down to Cottonwine Creek, the prickly tree forest in Cottonwine Creek, after the sun goes down Friday afternoon, we could find out our babies were made. Oh. Well, we the <laughs> fifth graders. do not have sex in in days. <laughs> so... so so anyway, we lied to our parents and you know, we're all down there, you know, the yep. sun's going down, you know, we're up this big prickly tree, you know, and there's in our shanghais And sure enough, this ring of comes down and there's sheila, and they take all their clothes off. Yep. And these four little kids, you know, their eyes are yep. popping <laughs> their, you know, their, their mouths are open. And the cause of, mm-hmm. yep. you know, no right? so of science has been greatly advanced. we had to for ourselves. No sex education. We had to for ourselves, right? So cause of science has been greatly advanced. Until Backash bursts out laughing, and it is amazing how fast the ringer bloke leaps to his feet, <laughs> pull on his elastic sides, yeah. whip out his castrating knife and break into a full gallop. Oh, <laughs> and the full oh, they're oh, oh, racing for their life. And <laughs> yelling out, I'll kill you, baggage. And I wasn't yelling out at anything because I knew I was going to be killed. Yeah. <laughs> what that, a life and lesson. And that, Lucas, is how I never, ever found out our babies were. <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome Oh, what a way great to, uh, way to end uh,
2: off. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, thanks very, very much, much. All right. Thank you.